have information concerning Carlisle expedition. Stop. Need reliable investigative team. Stop. Arrive January 15. Stop. Signed, Jackson Elias. The Gaming Grunts present Masks of Nyarlathotep, a Call of Cthulhu campaign. Session 3, Masks of Nyarlathotep. Last time, the main group of you, uh, after <coughs> fleeing justice, um, went and started visiting around. You got some information from uh, Miriam Atright at Harvard University. You drove up there. Um, went to Miskatonic to talk to Dr. Cowles, Professor Cowles. No, you did that the, yeah, the late actually, night. Yeah. You did that late night. And then you went up to uh, Harvard the next day to talk to Miriam Atright. You spent the night over... Uh, did a little research at Miskatonic, came back late on the 17th, and on the 18th you attended the funeral of Jackson Elias, where, um, actually, you also came back and went to, you talked to Emerson Imports, you went to Juju House, visited there, um, picked up what you thought might be a tail, went to the funeral, still had a tail, that you think, but then you seemed to have, um, you seemed to have, uh, Shaking it off. So you're with Jonah Kensington in his office, in his offices, at the Prospero House. And shortly after you uh, arrive in the office, Hank shows up. Because he actually saw you at the funeral late and realized that that person might have just been Jonah Kensington, remembering that... This is one of those miracle uh, intellectual yeah. leaps. You know, every now and then you have that leap of intuition. <laughs> oh my God, that's who that there was. That that could have been uh, Jonah Kensington. So all of you are in his offices at Prospero House. Good call, that's what he looks Hank. like. <laughs> Handsome Hank, old man. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. What have you been up to? Oh, little this, little that. Had to go see some guys downtown. Ah, bathed in mystery, I see. No, more like bathed in legal problems. Oh. Uh, looks like uh, we got made at the hotel. Oh. You're all in the mafia now. <laughs> Hank, tell me a little bit more about this. Uh, uh, we have the law after us? Oh, uh, yeah, but it's a clear-cut case of self-defense, though. The detective thinks, eh... Okay, well, uh... But he wants to talk to you. Ah, hmm. I told him the door was broken when we got there. <laughs> you, uh, suggest that we uh, should go down and talk to them, or, uh... Oh, yeah. He seems like a good enough guy. Hmm. Okay, well, we'll see where that fits in our plans. Uh, I imagine <laughs> that, uh... When we get back from Africa. Since we didn't have an official, uh, announcement, uh... They uh, really can't uh, hold it against us if we uh, work on our own schedule. <laughs> right. We haven't really been summoned. This uh, Kensington man that's in our presence. Yes. <laughs> Tell me more about him. <laughs> well, he, uh, he says, well, I, I am the owner and editor for, uh, chief editor for Prospero House. Ah. Uh, you probably know Flash. We publish uh, 
uh, books that have more occult themes, more fantastic themes, um, books that you know deserve to be published, not the you know trashy bestsellers that really don't educate or inform the reader. You were a, uh, a friend of uh, Jackson as well, I understand. I was. We go. Uh, we go way back. It's uh, his passing is really shaking me to the core. How did he uh, get in touch with you, just out of curiosity? Oh, we uh, seemed to receive a telegram uh, saying that he uh, was in need of help, and uh, my friends here and I uh, were up for a, a good time, and we uh, decided that we'd uh, try to help old uh, Elias. Well, who do you... Well, do you have a theory on who, uh, who might have killed him? Well, fortunately, I believe it had something to do with... Uh, these cults that he studies. I agree with you. Tell me, Pentington, uh, did he have a manuscript in uh, in your house right now? Is he, is he uh, working on anything? Not manuscript as such. Well, let me give you a little uh, a little of the background. I mean, um, well, I, I mean, actually, let me first say I do think I do agree with you. I think uh, I think there's a blood cult involved. Uh, he always was fascinated about them. It could have been. Uh, some old enemies that he'd made in exposing these older, these, these cults. Um, or his current project was more dangerous than even he knew. I don't know which it could be. Right, were you aware of what his current project was? Oh, yeah, it involved the Carlisle Expedition. Okay. Um, hmm. You know, he... I, I think... Uh, uh, you know, I think that uh, he was saying that he wasn't sure that the entire expedition was killed. Ah. And he think, he thought, I believe that he thought that at least one or more of them were still alive. Interesting. So, anyway, so as I was getting, so what I, he sent me, uh, Secretary, give me the, Kenzie, uh, Kenzie, Elias file. Secretary goes, grabs, grabs a file out of his, out of some destroyer, destroyer, file cabinets, brings it back. Says, well, I got this letter, <coughs> Uh, late last year, well, late, middle of last year. Uh, so, August 8th, 1924, Nairobi. Dear Jonah, big news. There's a possibility that not all of the members of the Carlisle Expedition died. I have a lead. Though the authorities here deny the cult angle, the natives sing a different tune. You wouldn't believe the stories. Some juicy notes coming your way. This one may make us all rich. Blood and kisses, Jay. P.S. I'll need advance money to follow this one up. More later. Hmm. Interesting. And then you never heard anything else? Uh, no, no, no. Well, he, uh, obviously I immediately wired the money. He also sent back uh, some notes. Uh, yes, some notes from his visit while he was in Africa. So, uh, Nairobi notes of Jackson Elias, sheets of plain paper, each covered on one side only with Elias's neat printing, and paper clipped together into sets by Jonah Kensington. They are reasonably well organized and seem in many ways complete, yet are remarkable for the absence of conclusions, connections, and clearly defined themes. The hand is strong and bold. You recognize it. It's, it's definitely Elias's handwriting. Set one of the Nairobi notes set forth the offices, officials, and tribes which Elias visited, searching for material concerning cults and cult rituals. Nothing conclusive was learned though Elias discounts the official version of the Carlisle Massacre. Set 2 describes his trip to the massacre site. He notes particularly that the earth there is completely barren, 
and that all the tribes of the region avoid the place, saying it is cursed by the god of the black winds, whose home is in the mount is the mountaintop. Set three is an interview with a Johnston Kenyatta, who says that the Carlisle murders may have been performed by the cult of the bloody tongue. That should be ringing bells in you right now. He says that the cult reputedly is based in the mountains and that its high priestess is a part of the mountain of the black winds. Elias is politely skeptical, skeptical, but Kenyatta insists upon the point. In quotes, Elias records that regional tribes fear and hate the bloody tongue, that tribal magic is of no protection against the cult, and that the cult's god is not of Africa. Set four follows up from the Kenyatta interview. Elias confirms from several good sources that the bloody tongue exists, though he finds no first-hand evidence of it. Tales include children stolen for sacrifice. Creatures with great wings are said to come down from the mountain of the black winds to carry off people. The cult worships a god... <laughs> The cult worships a god unknown to folklorists, one fitting no traditional African pattern. Elias, in particular, cites, quote, Sam Mariga R-R-S-T-A, unquote. Set five is a single sheet reminding Elias that the Cairo-based portion of the Carlisle itinerary must be examined carefully. He believes that the reason which prompted Carlisle's Kenyan side trip is on the Nile. Set six is a long interview with Lieutenant Mark Selkirk, leader of the men who actually found the remains of the Carlisle expedition, and a Kenyan hand since the Great War and the fight against the resourceful Von Leto. Importantly, Selkirk says that the bodies were remarkably undecayed for the length of time which they lay in the open, quote, almost as if decay itself wouldn't come near the place, unquote. Secondly, the men had been torn apart as if by animals, though what sorts of animals could pull apart bodies so systematically he could not guess, quote, unimaginable, inexplicable, unquote. Selkirk agrees that the Nandis, that's a tribe in uh, Kenya, may have had something to do with the episode, but suspects that the charges against the ringleaders were trumped up. Quote, it wouldn't be the first time, he says cynically, unquote. Finally, Selkirk confirms that no Caucasians were found among the dead. Only corpses of the Kenyan bearers were scattered across the barren plain. Set 7 is another single sheet. Elias ran into Nails Nelson at the Victoria Bar in Nairobi. Nelson had been a mercenary for the Italians on the Somali-Abyssinian border and escaped into Kenya after double-crossing his employers. Nelson claimed to have seen Jack Brady alive March of 1923 in Hong Kong, less than two years before Elias was in Kenya, and long after the Kenyan court declared that Brady and the rest of the expedition were dead. Brady was friendly, though guarded and taciturn. Nelson didn't press the conversation. In this report, Elias deduced that other members of the expedition might still live. Set 8 discusses a possible structure for the Carlisle book, but is mostly featureless, with entries like, quote, tell what happened, unquote, and, quote, explain why, unquote. Well, so I got another wire uh, in Hong Kong, from, from Hong Kong, and uh, I didn't hear from him until the middle of last month. Actually, it was on the 16th of December uh, in, in 24. Um, Elias wired from London at that time. His telegram, which unfortunately I don't have a copy of, um, very excited. He sounded very excited, and actually he sounded a little bit crazy. Um, he said he'd been to China. Of course, he'd been to Africa, as his notes and, uh, suggest, or his notes say. And then to London for a few days, where he said he dug, dug up a lot more stuff. Um, he mentioned some kind of plan, some kind of conspiracy, monstrous worldwide proportions was his quote. Um, said there was some kind of a timetable, and that he needed to find the missing pieces, uh, but he wouldn't or couldn't explain more. He said he'd be, soon be in New York, and as far as I know, he uh, was on the freighter called the Fallerope. He got into New York a few days ago, and he left uh, some more notes with me, but quite honestly, I think his mind was unbalanced at that point. Uh, just absolutely, um, either he was in a state of panic or a state of shock. 
Um, I think he'd either gone over the edge or he needed six months in the nearest sanatorium. Frankly, I always thought Elias, uh, the, the work that he did, exposed him way too much uh, personal danger, and I never could convince him that he needed to delegate uh, or at least hire someone else to do some of the more dangerous legwork. Hmm. Well, I would have to say that uh, Huntington, these, these notes provide a lot of information. We're starting to learn more and more of uh, these cults. Uh, it's a wild group of people, and they seem to be connected somehow, but I can't really think straight. We have to figure out how we can track down a couple of the people that he's mentioned. Sounds like we might need to go to London, but also to darkest Africa. Deepest darkest Africa. You go beyond dark. You go to darkest dark Africa, and then, then you go to deepest <laughs> darkest Africa. I'm going to lose a little bit of their ear. What say you gentlemen? There's a possibility that we could track down uh, where Elias was in London. And there are a few leads in deepest, darkest Africa. <laughs> well, I have to say, if anyone can break the story on the Carlisle expedition still being old, still actually being, uh, still surviving, uh, that would be a big story. I mean, that would, that, would make the, that would make the career of anybody who could solve that one. Well, I wouldn't, I can't tell you that I wouldn't be happy to uh, be able to uh, write this one. It could get me out of damn Chappaqua. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, obviously, Elias thought they were alive. Right. So I don't know what he was looking for in London, but obviously he came back here for a reason. I don't know what that reason was. Maybe you have an idea. But maybe following up on, you know, who they were. Who or where? Uh, where, that's the big mystery, but if you want to find out where, you better know who. Well... Interesting. The uh, these set of notes, set three, talks about uh, the bloody tongue and uh, black winds. Yeah. I seem to remember about uh, one of the cults and the sand bats. Seems that uh, that's that's uh, relatively uh, similar to uh, one of the other cults. What, uh, what say you that we, uh, go and, uh, find a couple of these gents that, uh, Elias, uh, dealt with in, uh, in Nairobi? Um, actually, I see that, uh, we might be able to find some more information from, uh, Nails Nelson. Yeah. Well, if you do go to London then you should uh, be sure that you uh, talk to another editor, editor of The Scoop. His name is Mickey Mahoney. And you should probably also talk to, uh, let's see, who is it? He flipped through his notes. Uh, oh, uh, Inspector James Barrington, Scotland Yard. 
Elias uh, said he'd worked with those two uh, those two people before. Barrington, you say? Barrington. B a double r i n g t o n. To London. Well, before we go, we should uh, talk to this uh, detective here and get ourselves clear, because you know, skipping town when the law is looking for you don't look so good. Plus, I think he said that there's some other odd cases around here. Maybe there's this cult around here. Handsome, I was uh, a little reluctant to uh, take your lead, but uh, I think that you're. Here, I, I think that you're in with the the local establishment. Uh, might not uh, get us in the Huskow for long. Why don't you lead on and uh, take us to your friends? Do I need to call an attorney to come with us? We may need one. <laughs> Never had one before. Maybe helpful. <laughs> Not sure what that would do to the process. Bane, old man, do you think you could uh, get that ready? I think so. Let me yeah, make up some more. Yeah. Do you know uh, Inspector Poole? You know Lieutenant Poole, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. Do I? I Yes, you do. Yeah, he's the guy who uh, picked me up. The joke of what? The, uh, the little incident. Unfortunate incarceration. <laughs> the little incident at the hotel. You know, when we came, we found the door was broken, you know? And bodies were uh, there. And we got jumped. Uh, does he, uh, is he aware that, uh, we led to the shortened lives of the bodies that he found? Uh, told him they jumped us. Okay, well. Kind of hard to hide this big gash on my arm. <laughs> what do you say, should we go down? You, you know this guy? I know him. You know him. Okay. Is he, uh... Am I close to them? Uh, make a percentage roll. <laughs> you, I mean, he was on the squad. You never really had. You had some interaction, not a lot. Seemed competent. I'm not sure what's going on, so. Uh, am I, do we want to visit him? Or Handsome Hank says that we should uh, talk to him before uh, we leave town. Uh, it may behoove us to do so, so we don't get into further problems with the law. Uh, uh, Handsome Hank over there is kind of mysterious gentleman. Uh, I think he uh, suggests that we might uh, get more information from the local uh, police force. Uh, there may be some other activities that have happened recently that uh, they might be able to help us solve. Right, so you're going to go over that on that day, or are you going to wait until the next day? Ah, uh, might as well go <coughs> with this on, as soon as possible. Okay. We'll go with And Bane, you've called that uh, shyster? Uh, shyster? <laughs> I, I've got our family attorney meeting us there. Ah, uh, very good. All right, so you go to this precinct house. All of you with, with a lawyer, with an attorney in tow. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm actually just along for the ride. I wasn't at the 
That's true. Good work. Lieutenant Martin Poole. So, uh, Hank, good to, good for you to come back. Appreciate it. These would be your uh, associates? Yeah. You would be? Flash Granger. Yeah. And you were with Hank uh, night of the 15th? I, uh, I was, uh, Officer Poole. We were just hanging out, having Martin, a good time. We're going to go visit a friend. Martin Poole. Martin Poole. Okay. And, uh... How's it going, Martin? Washington, how are you? Don't tell me you were there, too. Yes, I was. What are you doing hanging around with a guy like him? <laughs> All connected through a flash here. Oh, well, I expect someone like him to know someone like that. <laughs> All right. He's not such a bad guy. So, uh, and, uh, and who are you? I'm just a friend. I see. Were you at the hotel? I was not. You were not. All right. Uh, so, Washington, why don't you tell me what happened? Thomas? Sorry, Thomas. Sorry. Thomas. Apologies. We're following up on a lead from Eli and Elias, and we're trying to, you know, investigate the murders happening in Africa. No, no, no. Why were you at the, ho why were you at the hotel? Oh. What happened We were there? supposed to meet with Elias, and we found him. How did he get in contact with you? Flash. Yeah, we received uh, a telegram that uh, said that he needed some help, uh, something to do with these uh, the Carlisle expedition. And Elias is usually a self-starter, and uh, when he asked for help, uh, I realized that uh, it must be serious. All right. So then you got there. Uh, you got there early on the hotel. At the Chelsea? What happened then? Well, we uh looking for a quick drink, actually, before we uh, ran into our friend. Yeah, you and the rest of the public. Yeah, well, seems like uh can't find a good spot uh, these days. Wasn't much of a bar downstairs, so uh, we went up to the room where we found the door ajar. All right. Keep going. Well, you know... <clears throat> Finding a door jar is just an invitation to come in, so uh, we went in the door to make ourselves comfortable, waiting for our friend Elias, when we was jumped. All right. And what happened? Well, a little of this, a little of that. We were uh, fighting for our lives, and uh, we seemed to have uh, pulled it out of the fire, if you know what I mean. What Unfortunately, you? some of the... Uh, gentlemen, and I use the term loosely, that were uh, trying to give us the big sleep, found themselves sleeping themselves. Why'd you run? Well, we didn't know if there was going to be more of them around. We only saw three. They uh, seemed to be part of some cult or tribe. They were wearing uniforms, and I don't mean like the Boy Scouts. So we decided that uh, we would hightail it out of there before uh, the... Uh, Cavalry came. <coughs> Seems to me that if uh, the way you handle those three, that if more had been coming, you'd have been well, you'd have been uh, pretty well protected. Able well, to take care of yourselves. Well, Lieutenant, I, I appreciate the compliment there, but uh, we're just uh, flesh and blood. We uh, 
wanted to make sure that we were safe. Uh, we had seen our friend laid out on the bed. Uh, seemed that there was some <clears throat> higher power working against us, so uh, we decided that we would uh, hightail it. Let's see. <clears throat> Thomas, that uh, that everything? That's true. All right. All right. Here's my. I got a problem. Here's my problem. All right. Good. You guys are part of the problem, but you're also part of the solution, so that's good, because it means I'm not going to bust your asses, <laughs> or at least not Hank's ass. That's a lot of busting. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> there are bigger guys. There are bigger guys in Sing Sing. He's not. He, you know, he'd, he'd find a welcome there. You seem to have a stutter. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This guy, Elias, he was the ninth victim in the last two years. Died like that. Really? Oh. Now, there ain't been no witnesses. Only people who found the body. So you're saying you saw the guys who probably did him in. All right, now one of them's gone. The other two are still in the hospital, unconscious. So I don't know if they're going to make it back. So what I need you to do is tell me everything you know about the, you know, about these people, and I want you to tell me why you think he was killed. Because all the other victims, I ain't been able to find, we ain't been able to find any obvious reason why some dark-skinned people would want to off them. Well, are you familiar with uh, uh, Elias's uh, writings and his history? Yeah, some of the background on him, yeah. I wrote a lot of... Uh, Grizzly books. Well, Lieutenant, uh, I don't want to uh, get in the way of uh, your editorial prowess, but uh, Elias actually did a lot of work trying to debunk uh, cults worldwide. We, right. uh, we believe that uh, uh, he was killed in retribution for some of his writings. Not sure if it was a past writing or his current project. Uh, we, uh, as we said, these people, uh, seem to be part of a group. Uh, I, myself, uh, have, uh, a picture of, uh, a headdress <laughs> that we, uh, we found, uh, at the site. And it looks like it's, uh, some, uh, body adornment that maybe some cult would use, and, and you're more than welcome to, uh, have a copy of the picture. All right. Uh, I have taken up this headdress. Well, that's, that fits in. Our theory is that it's some kind of cult in Africa because they're dark-skinned and that's their bias. The Harlemites don't, aren't, aren't talking to us. Not that they talk to us anyway, but they don't talk, they're not talking about this particular cult. Now, I think Elias probably knew too much, but what did he know too much about? That's what I don't understand. And, and we don't understand really what these other victims might have learned about. But that's the theory we got. So that's where you come in, because you guys can help us figure out what's going on. Lieutenant, as my father what? used to say, one hand washes the other. I don't know what one hand dirties the other means, but... Um, We'd be willing to uh, share with you any information, uh, and uh, I would uh, be most appreciative if uh, you might be able to uh, let us look at the files that you have of the eight previous murders. All right. 
I can do that. I want to uh, I want to give you a little word of warning, official official warning, not unofficial warning. All right, you guys are the only ones that seem to have encountered the culprits. I hope they haven't figured out who you are yet. So watch your backs, because if this is an African cult, well. They haven't shown any compunction so far about sparing anybody, any, uh, any uh, witnesses. Mm. So, what do you think Elias knew too much about? What did he learn that would make this, this cult want to kill him? Why would they want to shut him up? I don't know. We've just, uh, we've just, just been given this information in the past 48 hours. All right. Do you want to mention anything to him about the connection to the... That's a letter that uh, Elias sent to Kensington oh. last year. Lieutenant, uh, can you uh, share with us a little bit more information about the other deaths? And the files. He gives you a list. Of, he gives you a list okay. of names. They white, black, rich, or presumably rich, presumably poor. All parts of the city, the Bronx, all Brooklyn. over the, all over the city. Are they all travelers? No, just so, residents mostly, not uh, itinerants. Martin, did you find anything, any information about the two uh, suspects that you have in custody? No, they weren't carrying no ID and they're still unconscious. Fingerprints? Uh, well, I mean, we can match up, the, we can find their fingerprints on the machetes. Right, this is So uh, you're telling us that uh, pretty much you've come up empty, huh? Mm. That's right. So anyway, I've uh, I thank you for coming. If you uh, do discover anything that would uh, lead to solving of these murders, I would appreciate a telephone call. Well, I'll tell you this, Lieutenant. It seems to me that all this information is going one way. We're going to be helping you and the New York Police Department solve this case. But what's in it for us? What's in it for you is maybe you don't turn around a corner and find some guy, some African guy, with a machete <coughs> about ready to slice your face off. And no cop around in sight to yell for help to. Exactly. So, uh, what can we uh, expect from New York Police Force uh, in the way of helping us help you? Uh, is there any support? What did you have in mind? Uh, intel? Uh, I'll give weapons? You uh, oh, come on. <laughs> oh, I had to ask. All you can do is say no. Come on. You... I already know you have the guns. You dug the slugs out of the dead one and pulled them out of the other two. How about a business card? Some way to contact you so when we're on the road we can get some help. Here's a private telephone number he gives you a card. Okay. Well. Don't break the bank there. <laughs> Lieutenant, thank you for your uh, services and your help. Uh, we'll be... Uh, Leaving now, but uh, if we have any other questions, we'll give you a call. Uh, thanks for the uh, warning. Have a nice day. 
What did we learn there? Well, well that, that this cult is active here on our soil, that we don't have to go to Africa to find them. Okay. But that there probably is a connection. I was going to say, like, if there's more, I mean, we don't know if the source is here. Obviously, the source has to be Africa. Well, <clears throat> what do you think? Before hitting uh, deepest, darkest Africa, uh, why don't we go talk to the limeys over there, Mickey Mahoney and Barrington? Sound like an idea? All right. Let's uh, let's repair to uh, Bane's abode and uh, start packing. How uh, well-known are you, Bane, in the city as far as... <coughs> are you the party type? Or are you the quiet type? The shooting, the, the shooting and hunting type? Um, the scholarly recluse type? Not settled enough to be the scholarly recluse type. Okay. Uh, more the... Too much time on my hands type. Okay. Um, some of which gets put to use constructively, and some of which has been spread from the social scene. So, okay. Well known, nobody knows really what the direction will be in the end. One thing that did occur to me, uh, <clears throat> gentlemen, that the lieutenant mentioned, uh, <clears throat> I think we all may uh, want to draw a bit of a veil over our uh, outward appearance, if uh, that would be able to... Uh, help us stay alive <clears throat> any longer than possible. Uh, I myself have a, a number of disguises uh, to keep my family and friends safe. Uh, I'll, I'll probably be donning them as we uh, travel. If uh, you uh, have a fake mustache and uh, a bulbous nose, I <clears throat> expect you to put it on. <clears throat> we have nine locations around us. Or nine, you know, nine kits that they've made. Um, we might want to look for geographic uh, Pattern. patterns. You know, like, you know, are they coming up close to a certain troll location? Well, uh, <clears throat> let's uh, we we can uh, call the lieutenant and see if he can uh, courier over a map of the uh, the, the murder scenes. Uh, he didn't seem to mention too much information about that, but... Uh, Did what uh, uh, victims all have in common? He didn't seem to have any obvious pattern as far as race or wealth or ethnic background. <coughs> I'll get you a list of the names. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I have a feeling that they weren't able to uh, make a connection. <coughs> uh, but uh, I can request a map. It's kind of hard because my brain's ticking, and Hanks wouldn't be. <laughs> That's okay. But, uh, it would. It'd just be ticking slower. Yeah. No, it's, it's you figure the poor ones are probably victims of opportunity. The richer ones may have been encroaching or may have possibly been victims of opportunity. I'd be interested in knowing if any of them had traveled to Africa. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> Bane, when we get to your house, I'll see if uh, our good friend, the lieutenant, can send us any uh, background information on the uh, previous murders. I have a feeling that uh, it's a dead end. 
not to say anything nasty about the local establishment, but uh, it seems to me that they've come up empty. So far. So, uh, I'll, uh, back to Bane's place and we can pack up. Uh, okay. Handsome, do you need to pick up anything at uh, no, your I'm humble good. abode? Yeah, only got what I got on my back. Bane, there's, <coughs> when you get back to your place, you discover there is an invitation in the mail for you from a Miss Erica Carlyle to, apparently she's holding a ball on the evening of the 20th. And you are invited. <coughs> what date is it now? It is, the, it is late on the 18th. Oh. Well, oh, we could wait till we leave. We don't have to leave yet. <laughs> <coughs> she Bane, what wonderful did you, parties. <laughs> Bane, you said Carlisle. Yes. What, uh, what connection uh, might she be to the uh, Carlisle family? Is this his mother or his sister? Or? Um... Based on the newspaper reports, sister. sister. Ah, you said Erica, right? Erica. Ah. Well, <clears throat> I've always been uh, enjoyed uh, a good free free lunch. Uh, mm. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure this is a. <laughs> An individual invitation. <laughs> Bane, you old coot. You, you, uh, you want me to put a dress on or something? <laughs> Seems to me that at least two of us should go. I can dress up and be your manservant if you'd like. I think if uh, any others want into the ball, that your best shot is to get a job with the caterer. You believe this? <laughs> Don't you guys have, like, uh, personal security that you guys take around sometimes? It's been known to happen. Former cop, a little, you know, Xbox champion. <laughs> well, at I least one of us can disguise themselves as your driver to get on the grounds. True. Uh, can any of you drive? <laughs> <laughs> Bane, you're going to get yours. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone can drive to a certain extent. How well can they drive? Well, I say we all go. Maybe we'll be kicked out at the door. And don't worry, we won't let them know that we know you. I could contact Erica and find out how she would feel if I brought someone as a personal security detail. You know, you might also let them know that we're trying to uh, also search for uh, her lost brother. That may uh, endeavor her to uh, help us or uh, even invite her to uh, invite us to her little soiree. No offense, my friend Flash. <laughs> I think you might have a hard time blending with her set. Really? Well, that doesn't mean that we couldn't arrange a separate meeting with her to discuss that. Well, then, you can go to the ball yourself. <laughs> and your little dog, too. I guess I'm not going to the ball. <laughs> what about the other two of you? I'm just thinking it'd be funny to see Hank dressed up as... Uh... 
as a chauffeur. <laughs> big guy coming out of the car. Put the big door off the hinges. <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs> Okay, well, so who's, so who's going? I think the police officer would be the most believable security detail. And would have a trained eye and would be more likely to catch if there was anything going on inside that was out of the ordinary. Okay. Well, funny thing, Bane. No thanks to you, I called up the Chappaqua toddler and they put me on the assignment to take photos of this event. <laughs> that sounds perfect. <laughs> Perfectly appropriate. All right. So, photographer... Security guard, chauffeur, and chauffeur. Right. Bane, here. Are you chewing something? <laughs> oh, no. Be prepared for every photograph to be like that the entire evening. Do you want to do anything before that? You have a whole day and a half still, the 19th and half of the 20th. Or do we just jump to the 20th? It's up to you. Don't have well, uh, well, Lieutenant, uh, could you uh, send any uh, background information uh, regarding those nine uh, previous murders? Eight previous murders. Eight previous murders. Excuse me. Stickler for information, aren't you? Uh, could you uh, have a courier bring that information over to uh, Bain's house? Yeah, I'll send it. Off. Send it right over. Want a list of the names? List of the names, too, yes. Walter Van Buskirk, a private investigator. Reverend Elijah Johnson, Harlem minister. Michael Conley, a longshoreman. Richard Richie C. Cedarici, suspected uh, Goomba. <laughs> Roberto Barlow, a woman up in Harlem. Uh, Adolf Thurmond, the bookstore, you know, a, a, a bookshop uh, owner. Uh, gotta find the other names. I'll, I'll get back to you on the, the other, the last two. Okay. And, uh, this map that you sent, are all the murders, uh, <clears throat> listed on the map? Uh, well, they're at, they're, uh, last known, their addresses, yeah. But where, where the, the bodies incidents occurred. Or, sorry, yeah, where the bodies were found. <laughs> so, the bookstore guy probably had... Was there any, well, we should find out if there's a sign of a break in it. Well, if he died at the bookstore, there should be a sign of a break in it. You know, see if they, you know, took anything. You know, were they trying to cover, you know, up information? Um. <clears throat> yeah, you know, while we're uh, waiting for uh, Bane to powder his nose and get ready. <clears throat> Put on his tail. I'm, uh, I'm going to phone uh, our... Uh, our friend uh, Miriam Artwright at the Harvard University Library. Okay. Hello, Miriam. Yes. Hi. Uh, yeah, it's Flash Granger again. Uh, yes, Mr. Granger. I wanted to thank you for the uh, pleasant conversation we had uh, not long ago up in your fine uh, bastion of higher learning. Uh, I was curious if you could do some research for us. We uh, recently found out that uh, through the... the uh, notes of uh, Jackson Elias uh, of another cult that uh, we are curious about. And could you uh, 
could you have one of your assistants find out as much information about the uh, uh, cult of the bloody tongue and uh, <clears throat> the uh, mountain of the black winds? <coughs> I know that uh, this is kind of short notice, uh, but I'd also like to uh, make a copy of uh, uh, Jackson Elias's uh, notes available for uh, your rare book collection. And I uh, thought that you uh, <clears throat> might uh, appreciate some of these uh, uh, documents. Uh, well, the cult of the bloody tongue is exactly that which you researched when you were up here. Oh. Uh, and as for uh, the notes of a private gentleman, I'm not quite sure that the library would have much interest in it. Are they particularly, uh, is the gentleman particularly famous, or are the papers particularly relevant? Well, uh, <clears throat> Miriam, I do have an idea that uh, once uh, we find out more information about these current events, uh, these papers uh, would be of historic value. Oh, well, uh, donations are always uh, appreciated. Well, very good. Thank you for uh, that information. If you do uh, find out any more information, uh, please contact us. Of course. So if we donate them, could we also put a watch on them to know if anyone comes to see? Yeah. <clears throat> we could. We could. Uh, I wasn't uh, considering that we'd be donating them right away. Uh, as we uh, as we contact more and more people, uh, I do fear that uh, the news of uh, our exploits are uh, going to mark us as targets. Uh, you're right. Uh, I wanted to play a little close to the vest, so I wasn't planning on uh, giving her the information right away. Were the, uh, real quick, were the murders of uh, the Reverend and the woman who lived near Harlem, were they pretty close together? Or? Reasonably close. Not, I mean, well, Harlem is big. Yeah. No, I mean, not geographically, but time-wise. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's taken place over two years, so that's an average of, what, about once every two months? Yeah. Uh, it's eight months apart. Okay. And they're all, what, killed in the same manner? Yes, with the same mark with the same mark on their uh, uh, forehead. Sacrifices or or retribution. Yes. Mm -hmm. We had a community. We had people in the community to talk to. They talked to the reverend. So the reverend probably knew something. They did that to hush him up. They wanted to consolidate power. Bookseller might have uh, <clears throat> dealt in uh, some. Uh, rare information, or it might have just been happenstance. Longshoremen may have been there in the wrong place at the wrong time when someone was arriving. So maybe what we need to find out is why this cult kills. What is their part of kill? Is this a, a cult where it's a ritualistic sacrifice in order to appease a god, or they, is it a ceremonial kind of thing, or is it just a, that they are very, very violent and this is condoned or even celebrated? Is it a, tri a rite of passage of yeah. some sort? Or, you know, that could make a difference. Well, I'm sure we'll be able to get more information uh, from uh, uh, some of the uh, Africans that when we visit them uh, 
we haven't been able to get much information from uh, book knowledge, but, uh, you know, talking to the man on the street is probably the best way that we get more information about the, the bloody tongue. Uh, I'm going to uh, go uh, get more equipment for uh, the soiree tomorrow night, some flash bulbs and uh, some film. Uh, <clears throat> I will uh, see you fine gentlemen uh, <clears throat> at the event. Uh, thanks for the offer of the ride, but I'll get there on my, uh, my own two feet. Thank you, Bane. <laughs> so, are we going to the party? Are we going. at the party? Okay. We're going to the party. I've got to go to my party yeah, upstairs. No problem. <laughs> right. So, um, I think I will be stepping out now. Okay. Well, then we'll go ahead and call it down. We'll do the the party next time. <laughs>